0: <laughs> oh my God Let's get to it Let's go The devil tried to block me, tried to stop me, but no, no try to steal my blessing, but God said, oh no, no I'm going to send some angels to help my remnant. They're going to see my goodness in the end time like before. Devil, do you really think you can stop them? You can block them, devil. Do you really think you can stop them or block them, devil? Do you really think you can block them, devil? By the power of the blood, you are defeated.
1: you've
0: been you've been stuck by the word of god oh my god Yo, 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 yo. What it do, what it do, what it do, man. You know what I'm saying? You are now tuned into the Ariola Roller Coaster podcast, man, where we like to uh, you know what I mean? We like to turn up and do what we do, man. We overheard, man, streaming from several, you know, platforms, man. We on episode 29 of the Areola Roller Coaster Podcast, man. we get getting so close to episode 30. You know what I'm saying? But uh we on episode 29 of the Ariola Roller Coaster Podcast. Yeah, we starting late, but nigga, we always start crazy times because this is a nigga podcast. So that's what we're gonna do, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? But um appreciate everybody coming in the live right now. I mean, you know what I'm saying? The only live stream podcast that you can uh, you know, chime in on your own, man, without niggas acting Hollywood on you, you know what I'm saying? So we out here, man. Antonius Mitchell, what it do. You know what i'm saying so i appreciate everybody out there on youtube checking it out i appreciate everybody uh, on facebook i appreciate everybody on twitch i appreciate um everybody on twitter man watching man and chiming in you know what i mean i I needed to get on here man and just talk that talk with y'all man just like we did last week last week was fun uh this week we need to have a little bit more fun you know what what i'm saying so uh Titties, 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 basically, you know what I'm saying? We out here, man. You know what I mean? So shout out to everybody out there, man. You know what I mean? We, we, uh, shit. It's Thursday, but shit. I feel like we done had two weeks since the last podcast, even though it's only been a week. It's been a lot that has happened out here on earth since the last podcast, man. You know what I'm saying? So, um, to, uh, further get into that man um you know i just want to say man things ain't getting no better um things ain't getting no better out here man for these celebrities and uh you know all all the other people out there man you know what i'm saying it's just not getting better for folk out there and it seems like all the celebrities is beefing now um all the podcasts are beefing with each other or starting to throw slights at each other man and you know it's getting kind of crazy man to where I think everybody's original purpose is they starting to stray away from their original purpose of why they started doing stuff. Because now it's starting to turn into like a personal, you know what I mean? It's starting to turn into like a personal event. Every podcast, somebody's mad at somebody, somebody's doing something they ain't supposed to do. You know what I mean? It's turning into a whole lot of other stuff, man. You know what I mean? Shout out to my boy Divine Karama in the building, my dog. You know what I'm saying? Um, most recently, this just happened, uh, most recently that just happened uh cameron is uh going at it he's going at it with uh melissa ford and melissa ford is a part of the joe button podcast and um what's been happening with melissa ford is um they was having a discussion um about you know everything going on with all of these sexual allegations and all this kind of stuff and just kind of getting into certain topics and they got into uh talking about a video that Cam made about him and Mace going into a whorehouse. And uh Melissa Ford out of nowhere just said that in that whorehouse it was probably some underage women in the whorehouse basically insinuating that Cameron and Mace fuck with underage girls, you know, and Cameron being who he is, you know what I'm saying? Cameron being who he is, uh you already know that you already know that Cameron went through his you know, went through his action. You know what I'm saying? So uh I got some audio from that that I need to play for y'all, man. Cause Cameron
2: was not playing. Hold on. I was talking about how me and Mace in the nineties, which so I was talking about, the actual year I was talking about was 1992. We was in the whole house and we just laughing and having fun. Let's get to it. And we are saying we, you know, we whatever. We's in the whorehouse. You know, Mace don't always give me permission to talk about our old stories because you know he's a man of God. And he got other shit going on, but he remembers his past sometimes. So sometimes he's let me talk. Anyway, I'm talking about this time. We in the whorehouse and all that shit. Talking about um, we slid a bitch. All this shit. Cool. Whatever. I see a clip. Where on on Joe Button's podcast, where Melissa Ford is talking about, oh, it might have been underage girls in there. First of all, I only like older bitches. Second of all, during one hour was 1992, we was underage. That's A and B. We wasn't supposed to be in there. We wasn't supposed to. I just turned off the system. I ain't even defending myself on that nonsense. You're not even from this country. I don't know what the fuck was going on in the, in the whole houses in Canada, or wherever you from, or whatever pedophile shit they on, wherever you from. We not on that. I ain't even going into that. More of the story, she said it, knowing that times we in. Joe Buttons and them went in on uh, whatever. They are like, yo, that's some serious allegations, this and the third. But they didn't edit it out. So from two things, I take from that, they either threw her under the bus or they said, fuck it, let's get the ratings, or whatever they want to do on our show, but we don't get that. We don't get see, they we don't So basically you get the gist of it, right? So she
0: said what she said, and um basically this is her talking about it. It says them. And, so that's who told
1: and, the story. And, and,
0: but that's and. Just, but that's who told I the story. I get
1: that. I get that. So, of
0: course, it says. Who man, else is there?
1: Is there, there, is, the, is, there a, is there a distinct possibility that there may have been underage girls in that whorehouse? Uh, hey, come, come, come
2: on. Come on now. now. What, oh, what that's this, crazy.
0: I don't know man. what you're doing. What you so, doing. Yeah. so, basically, that's the gist of how this all went down, right? So, basically, she's saying that it might have been underage girls in the whorehouse, which nobody enticed her to say none of this shit, but she decided... Decided to say it on her own, and Cameron lost his shit. You know what I mean? He's talking about how, you know, they was underage when they was in the Whorehouse. They weren't even supposed to be in the Whorehouse, all this kind of stuff, but they beefing now. You know what I'm saying? And Cameron done went into the thing to where he done went at Queen's Flip, who's on the Joe Budden podcast. And now Queen's Flip got a video responding to him. And then you look over and it's like, You got all of these other people beefing. You got Rick Ross beefing with 50 Cent. You got uh, uh, 50 Cent beefing with Diddy. You got all kind of action going on around right now. What I'm telling you is, is me and you, me and you right here, we got to realize how good we got it. Yeah, they might be able to buy whatever they want to buy, but they can't have the peace of mind without somebody having access to something they don't want people to see. And they gotta play the game in order for people to not see it. You understand what I'm saying? See, I don't want to be a part of that life. I don't even want to dig into all of that, man. You know what I'm saying? So I be in I'll be enjoying myself, man. That's why we out here doing what we do, man. You know what I mean? I just wanted to come in starting with that because it's <laughs> it seems like the more and more that this goes on, people just become unhappy because social media has turned into what is it's turned into a sensitivity palace for me. Like, I've watched everybody on this joint be so sensitive all the time. You know what I'm saying? Everybody on this joint is extra sensitive, and that's all they do, right? For instance, Shannon Sharp and Stephen A. Smith have started their own podcast. So they get a little bit more personal. They curse. You know what I mean? They talk, they talk, they talk, because it's their personal podcast. There's no affiliation to the networks that they work for. So they're answering They're answering questions from the audience and all of that. You know what I mean? So they're asking them questions that's kind of out of pocket. Like, do you prefer a natural woman or a BBL? And no matter what the response is going to be, Stephen A. Smith is answering this, and these women are chewing that man up. It don't even make sense for people to be (laughs) <laughs> leave the podcast for us people who's trying to make it like if you made it ain't no use for you to even have a podcast bro because you ain't gonna do nothing but shoot yourself in the foot they can't cancel us we don't even exist yet so we we uncancelable. But these people you can't talk about man they getting on shannon sharp because shannon sharp said he would stretch megan and stallion stretch her out like a quarter to three on the clock <laughs> now the thing is it's he's just being honest. He's just being his candid self, but everybody holds him up here because of him having an NFL career and him being on TV, you know, network television every day. So now they chewing him up, talking about you just, you in your 50s and you going after the 20-something year old girls. And it's like, bruh, you can't win out here on this good internet, boy. You can't win out here on this good internet, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's why I just be posting videos I post, man. You know what I mean? I, I make light of all of them situations. Anytime I post a video, and somebody getting the comments being emotional, I either question them on, they being, on their emotionalness, you know what I'm saying, or I just get in the point where I start roasting the shit out of somebody in the comments, and then I make a joke within the joke. You know, I'm going to win either way. You know what I mean? That's how it's supposed to go. But anyway, shout out to everybody out there in the world, man. You know what I mean? Shout out for everybody. Uh, salute to everybody checking in with me, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, put some shit in the comments, man. Let me see what everybody talking about, where everybody's at, man. You know what I mean? And you know, we'll roll from there, man. It's so much that done went on, man. Uh, I meant to talk about it last week. Uh, I meant to talk about it last week. Um, the fact that um <laughs> Lori Harvey and um 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 uh Damson Idrees broke up and everybody made a big fuss out of them breaking up like as a celebrity couple, but I'm like, bro, how could you how could you still how could you still B, it's like, it's almost like, okay, we see what Lori Harvey's doing publicly as far as dating people. So if you know you're going to date Lori Harvey and you know it's going to be public, why would you volunteer yourself for that, bro? Like I feel for Damson, bro, because it's like, I mean, you coming off a snowfall, you kind of had your picks and choosies out here of what you want, what you could have did out here in this game and you chose Lori Harvey. That wasn't a bad choice, but you got to understand going to the lot and get a brand new whip or getting something that already got 100,000, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a big difference, you know what I mean? So they broke up and I'm like, whoop de doo It was kind of the expectation, like that was gonna come, and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't understanding it. But like, and you know the relationships, y'all adults, and she's been, in the last five years, you have dated five or six people, you know what I'm saying? So you know y'all done got busy, and you overheard, man, come on, man, y'all going to the game, y'all going on dates so that means you kissing this girl in the mouth fresh out of another relationship bro like come on man come on damson <laughs> anybody that's dating a, anybody that comes in into a relationship with somebody that's fresh out of a relationship bro it's a lot that you can't turn down at that point in life you know you can't turn a whole lot down i'm talking about i don't care if we go to the uh, uh the, the restaurant drive through or we go get something to eat and you try to order a burger, but you want it a certain way. Like, bro, you can't order burgers a certain way. You, if you can kiss somebody, if you can kiss somebody in the mouth that's fresh out of a relationship, a number three, no pickle, no onion should be the least of your problems. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, that's just the way I look at it. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to figure out. You know, Carla Murphy said, what are you trying to win in the first place? What? What is that from? What you mean? What am I trying to win? Win what? That was from left field. Darth Vader, what up, though? That was from very, very much so left field. Um. Anyway, um. What else? Uh, they said that um uh, Derek Chauvin, the uh the cop. They said uh, Derek Chauvin, the cop that uh was responsible for the death of George Floyd. Uh, they said he got stabbed up in prison. You know, what I'm saying, um, <laughs> you know, that's one of them feel good stories, you know what I mean? Cause it's inaccessible, but you still want to see bad stuff happen to the dude just for your own personal, you know what I mean? That's one of them. Somebody stabbed him up real good. And it's like, they showed his mugshot and it's like, yeah, bro, you try to get yours off, but now you wanted them. You know what I'm saying? It's just, and now you wanted them, bro. You know what I'm saying? They, they stabbed, <laughs> they stabbed bro up. Think about it. You got to deal with that forever, ever. I don't know how long they gave him, but he got to deal with that for a long time, my boy. (laughs) Derek Charming got shanked in the the joint. You can't even go. He probably got to eat by himself. He got to join the Aryan Nation. He got to do all kind of weird jail stuff. He he got to put himself in activities. He's he's in the jail yearbook club. Like, he's doing any and everything to keep himself out of trouble. How can you go to jail? Like, you go to jail for pretty much a hate crime and you murder a black man and then they put you in a penitentiary full of black men that have been discriminated against the police bro what what is going on you gotta every day you gotta protect yourself they gotta put you they gotta put you in the in gay dorm like you got you, <laughs> you got chill in the gay dorm and, and, and knit blankets you know what i mean you gotta do something to protect yourself you know what i'm saying d easy what up though because author what up man <laughs> It's been a dog. This is, I don't know, man. It's been a very weird time. I can't pinpoint why. Social media helps a lot, but I can't pinpoint why. You know what I'm saying? But it's been a very weird time because you think about it. It's like you got Derek Chauvin. So you did what you did and you didn't know the consequences that was going to come because you thought you was going to get away with it. But here you are. You done got stabbed. They're going to give you the worst treatment for real. Especially if it's a black nurse. You're going to get super mistreated in there. And there's nothing really you can do about it. Same thing with Eric Holder. The guy that's responsible for the death of Nipsey Hussle. They said, bro, getting beat up twice a week. Like, bro, you can't even function. They showed a picture of him in court. And half his face was swole up. Like he ate everything he was allergic to. And it's like, bro, this is what you got to deal with every day. That's why I don't get into it with niggas. I'm not beefing with not a nail, not none of y'all. I'm not beefing. If I can't take it to a roast. And walk away i'm not beefing with you bro because i'm not dealing with all that some of these guys they didn't did so many 30-day sentences that for real they done did four years worth of 30-day sentences it don't mean nothing to them i ain't never been to jail i ain't going to jail. i can't do it i can't do it i ain't beefing with not a not a no sir no sir these guys be doing 10 years in prison with no coochie They be getting 10 years in prison, no coochie, and we be expecting them to get out and be the same person. He ain't, (laughs) I don't care what they do on the inside. It's not for me to judge, right? I'm saying in reality, you got people to be doing 10, 15 years in prison with no female contact and y'all expect them to be acting the same when they get out. Bruh, I can't go to prison. I can't go to prison. My focus, I would not be able to focus for the next five years. Once I got out of prison, the first five years out of prison, I would not be able to focus. I am, I, listen, man, I'm going I'm to drive some uh, fat white girl car, you know what I'm saying, get on my feet, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to do it like the Mexicans do, you know what I'm saying? They, they get with the fat white girl, you know what I'm saying? They driving her Malibu around till they get on their feet, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stay at her based on income apartment. You know what I'm saying? And, and and prosper out here in the world. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. J- Y'all can have that jail shit. Niggas out here being tough, trying to smoke on Tuca and do all this gangster shit. Y'all can have it. Look at, look at Eric Holder, bro. You you let your attitude get the best of you to where them seconds cost you the rest of your life. And you get knocked upside your head every chance that they find you. They knocking you upside your head, bro. Like, you are... I'm talking about, bro, you got to heal from this. As soon as it heals, somebody just come out of nowhere. You over, you trying, it's beef stroganoff day at jail. You overexcited to get your beef stroganoff. They put it on your plate, you turn around, boop. <laughs> this is what you got to deal with. Now you done ate uppercut, uppercut soup. I ain't trying to deal with it, man. That's Y'all can have that jail, bro. I am not that tough. I am not that tough. If you got beef with me, settle it on the court. <laughs> Let's be constructive with this, man. Let's let's set it on the field. You know what I'm saying? Let's play American Gladiators or something, man. I ain't trying to do all this jail time. Y'all got me bent. Uh, not me. No, sir. No, sir. Speaking of American Gladiators, man, um, I've always all my life felt like that I could beat everybody that was on that show. You know what I'm saying? All of them swole people, man. I would have dog walked all of them. Ain't nothing y'all could do with me. I would have been there. ah, oh, man. I always wanted to be on American Gladiator. I wanted to be on Double Dare, uh, and I wanted to be on Wild and Crazy Kids. I would have beat everybody by 40. I would have smoked them. I would have smoked them. Easy, easy work. I always felt like that. <laughs> you, you remember when they used to get beat, like the the the, uh, the actual gladiators used to get beat on the joust machines and shit? Like, oh, you fucking with somebody who's really athletic, and this nigga is whooping your head with that goddamn Q-tip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> On national TV, you getting your head whooped with that motherfucking Q-tip, boy. I I wonder how it was in the locker room with American Gladiators. Like, if you went up there and lost, like, you got your ass beat. and You had to walk back to the locker room and everybody else is in there getting ready. How does the conversation start? <laughs> yeah, man, I need new shoes, man. I ain't had no traction. Like, I slipped a little bit. My ankle been bothering me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I was seven, I got bit by a falcon. And it affected the way I stand, you know. What I'm <laughs> hey man, I don't know. That's just me, man. I say all that to say I ain't going to jail for not a now nothing. None of you niggas, I ain't going to jail. I know somebody. I grew up with somebody. I never forget. I ain't gonna disclose no names. But we ride. We ride with my homie. He's driving. It's his car. But he's a little intoxicated. I'm usually the, the designated driver. But you know, we young. I'm basing it off his judgment, and. It's raining outside. We listening to Big Tuck, South Sides the Realist. That's when it just came out. So if you wouldn't hip to Big Tuck at the time, then you know you, you just wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't a part of the circle. You know what I mean? But we was already hip to Big Tuck before everybody heard uh, you know, the uh what was it? uh, uh Get Money. We gonna get money. That's kind of like the same time all of that came out, but nobody heard of it first. You know what I mean? So we listening to Southside the Realists, we riding. And he's a little bit drunk, but he's overly hype about the song. So he's bopping to the song and he loses control. Totals the truck. Everybody gets out of the truck. We all disheveled, you know what I mean? The truck we wrecked and did all this crazy stuff, you know what I mean? And um, when we get out, he don't want to, he don't, he's under the influence, so he know he gonna get a DUI. The truck, you can't drive. It's over. The truck is done. He don't want to get a DUI. And he looked over at me and said, hey, bro, take the charge for me. And I said, to who? <laughs> who take the charge for who <laughs> like me ta- me literally with a great driving record take the charge for you for totaling this vehicle because you decided to get drunk bruh, yeah, all right yeah and the other homie was just like i'll take it bro and went to jail and my partner went home why well, he did he went to jail for that crime that he didn't commit because he was trying to prove his loyalty bruh I'm not going to jail for nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? I'm not going to jail for a soul. No, sir. I'm not going. Man, cut asked me to really take the, uh, asked me to really take the charge because he didn't want to get that DUI. And the homie took the charge. And fast forward to today, I don't even think these guys talk to each other. Like, think about that. You was trying to prove your loyalty and you put yourself in the system for somebody that would not you. Bet I don't. (laughs) Bet I don't. Um, In Black King news, oh my god. I think sometime last year, early last year or something like that, uh, I know y'all saw it on social media because the nigga's name was stupid, but he's a a rapper from somewhere, but the nigga's name is OTF Duty Low. (laughs) That's his name, OTF Duty Low and otf duty low otf duty low had um uh, he was in a relationship with a chick named uh, ftn bay so i guess they all you know whatever they got their all nicknames and they all rappers or whatever but they got a kid they you know they together so um they got a son together And, you know, she went through her bitter baby mama phase to where, you know, they was at odds with each other. So she got so bitter, what she did is she tried to convince her son to say that he was, like, sexually assaulting. you know what I'm saying, her son. And she was putting it out on social media and people was getting at him, like, you know, making him a bad person, making him the villain. And he's like, bro, I didn't do what she's talking about. He's trying to prove his point to the point where he took it to court, got real serious about it, and he won, my nigga. He won. Listen to me. Not only did he win, he sued her because she tried to defame him. You know what I'm saying? Because she was mad at him. She's bitter. So she's like, I'm going to go the worst. I'm going to go as worst as I could possibly go. So she was saying, like, basically, you molested your son. And your son said you've been touching him. And it's private and all that type of stuff. And it turned out to not be true. So bro won a 1.2, a 1.25 million jury verdict against this girl one time for the black kings man you know what i'm saying one one time for the kings man <laughs> round of applause goddamn round of applause we rounding the corner on this man you know what i'm saying we getting our victory slowly but surely man Curtis mcervelli said that's messed up man did she try to uh train him to do it and i mean i'm saying bitter bitter motherfuckers do that they do that bruh like bitter motherfuckers Bitter motherfuckers, they do that, bro. I don't understand it, but that's what they do. She tried to, she's sitting there really pondering, how could I get him as worse as possible? How could I hurt him? How could I hurt him as much as I could? Po-? And bruh, she went and said, you touched your son. And he came back and told me this. And she tried to like, record. I remember it. She tried to record it and make it seem like he was saying that, you know, Cud was touching him. So all the evidence pan- panned out to be against her, And he sued her and won $1.2 million, Boy, Give it up for the black kid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I love it. I love it. I love it. They are going to put it into this. They should start letting, they should start having the same thing be, be, you know, in, in whatever the law, they should, you know, pass a law, Pass a bill into a law that uh allows men to sue women who wrongfully accuse them of things because women be doing that stuff ruining men's reputations their professional reputations and suffer no consequences from it i think men should be able to sue you know what i'm saying for that type of damage that these women be doing it's so many kids that come out of school like they 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 you know they only wait to go into high school or you know this that and the third um even in my city it's happened and then a woman like a, a you know a woman that don't want to get in trouble by her parents you know what i mean young lady she she you know, she doing what teenagers do she get caught by her parents she don't want to take exp- responsibility so she'll say he raped me or he he i ain't gonna say that word he did that or he did this or, you know what i mean and they put that on that boy and what happens is is he goes to jail regardless if he gets charged with it or not that news story hits the news And then that college that he's going to or whatever he's agreed to do, they see that and then they drop him from the program and he never gets a chance to, you know, pursue his dreams that he done worked all his life for. I think that people should get sued when they wrongly accuse and falsely accuse people when they do it out of malice. You know what I'm saying? I think that should be a thing. So shout out to uh, OTF Duty Low. You know what I'm saying? I would talk about your name, but I mean, OTF Duty Low, you, you just won. You just won, my (laughs) boy. She and and you know she ain't got 1.2 million, so that means every every bruh, you know how long it's gonna take to pay 1.2 million? Hey, bruh, she's gonna have to work three jobs until she's 76, goddamn That's what's gonna happen. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I don't I don't love I don't love that a woman's being harmed in that sense, or she's taking an L in that sense. I love it because she didn't get away with being malicious. You see what I'm saying? Like a lot of people have taken L's and nothing has happened when a woman just felt the way and she wanted to be malicious and bruh turned the, turned the table around and, and hit her with it. You know what I mean? It's nothing your family can do. It's nothing your mama can do. It's nothing that can happen. Now, you're going to be on Facebook posting a uh, gospel quotes from this day forth because everybody know you owe. <laughs> Shout out to OTF Duty Low, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I gotta show y'all this, man. I gotta find um, I gotta find this link and put it in my stuff because I'm gonna show y'all this one. This is wild. Um, first of all, praise to praise to uh, the guy, uh, uh, Sauce Walker, man. Um, I rocks with Sauce Walker. He's a rapper out of Texas, man, and uh, I like Sauce Walker. I always have. I liked him and I didn't even know who he was, but. SauceWalker could be getting money right saucewalk money and uh, uh and what ended up happening was uh Sauce Walker got he got a bunch of cars, but he was in a track hawk and uh with the trackhawk um he something happened and he started running from the police and he ended up flipping the trackhawk. And you know it could have it could have been bad. You know what I'm saying? It could it could have been you know what I mean it could have been it could have been a bad situation. And instead, uh, this nigga made a goofy video. I ain't gonna lie, that video was goofy, bro. Like I gotta show y'all this, man. Hold on, man. Let me get this. Let me get this back cracking.
1: Y'all gotta let me know if you can hear it too, cause I'm about to put this thing up, y'all. You know what I'm saying? If you can hear it, give me a
0: thumbs up when it starts playing. Can you hear it? Okay, can't hear it. All right. Okay. I don't know why you can't hear it, but all right. Cool. Well, you seen it. Basically what I'm saying is he got he got out of the car, right? So he went to the junkyard where his wrecked vehicle was, right? He went to the junkyard and uh <laughs> he basically got in the car and then got out of the car brushing his edges, trying to teach the kids a lesson. (laughs) So, I'ma play it off my phone and see if you can't hear it, man.
2: I'm blessed, highly favored and
0: highly flavored. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how I do it every time, but I come out untouched, unscathed,
2: unblemished saying here's the god i
0: am i want to say thank you to the universe thank you to the stars thank you to everything in this universe that brought me out through this situation safe because i could have lost my life i've been living wild for a long ass time i'm gonna try to calm down because you get the gist you get the gist right so what i'm saying is so what i'm saying is you run from the police in the trackhawk everybody know trackhawk is a souped up jeep that's like the fastest jeep that they make right so whatever happened, he lost control and he flipped it and survived, right? Came out unscathed. So instead of being thankful, bro went and made a video, went and sat back in the car that he flipped and came out brushing his edges, bro. Like, Lord, never make me this kind of person. Like, I like, I like Sauce Walker. I love him as a rapper. I like the way he, I like the way he raps. I like his swag. I like all of that, right? I think it's, I think it's super fly, but for him to do goofy stuff like this, dog, like you're not teaching nobody a lesson by going to the junkyard and getting out of the car that you flipped with no shirt on, talking about you unscathed, bro, you didn't teach nobody nothing. Oh my God. And I'm saying that because I just refuse to be a yes man. I can't be a yes man. Some things you just got to check. You know what I'm saying? And I say that with love, bro. That was goofy. That was as goofy as it gets. You hopped out of the Trackhawk that you flipped and lived just to talk shit. Like, what? That wasn't nothing that you brag over, my boy. Like, what was that about? <laughs> like, hey, bro. I say it every episode, bro. Being a celebrity looks like a terrible, it looks like a terrible time. None of them, every celebrity, it seems like most celebrities spend all their time proving shit to us. Like you get rich and you gotta show us that you're rich just so it feels good. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many times has Rick Ross told us he's rich? Dog, we know. We get it, we respect it. How many times? Look at bruh, bruh, they getting tattoos on their face. It's like, bruh, you're just bored. You don't have nothing else to do. You just the, you remember when you used to be uh like when your mama first allowed you to go outside? You remember that? Your mama allowed you to go outside like all your life as a kid. All you wanted to do is go outside when the light, when the street lights came on. You was able to stay out past 10. You could stay out till 11, 12 o'clock. You remember them days when you was allowed to do that? You just wanted to stay out till 11, 12 o'clock. And then when you finally got the opportunity and she said, yes, you can stay out till 11, 12 o'clock because you old enough to do it now and nobody else could come outside. So you was just out there bored and you ended up going in the house anyway. That's what it feels like to be a celebrity. Like you allowed to be outside at the 12, but nobody else got it. Everybody else still got to go in the house. So you just out there by yourself. So you just trying to prove something to yourself out of boredom. Like duh, these guys here, man. That's like, that's like when you, you remember when you wanted to, uh, when you first turned, what was it? 16, 17, whatever the age was where you can, um, where you didn't have to get out of the pool for the break, you know the public pool. You didn't have to get out for the break, so you got to swim the whole time. You remember as a kid, you wanted that. You wanted that all like I wanted that like no other. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to get out of that public pool, man. I wanted to get in get in that public pool, and they blow the whistle where everybody got to get out, and you can still swim. Oh man, oh man, I wanted to do that so bad. And then I finally got the opportunity to do it, and it was only like three of us in the pool. I'm like, this is boring. Everybody just sitting there watching us. And I'm like, this ain't even fun. Like, I feel stupid because everybody's watching me. I don't want to swim hard because it's just going to look dumb. I don't want to jump off the diving board because that's stupid. I'm like, this ain't even fun. You know what I mean? Like, bro, listen, I learn lessons every day from these guys to never be nothing like them. Oh, God. You wrecked a track hawk. Flipped it. Running from the police. You sitting here with millions of dollars to your name. Sauce Walker is a multimillionaire, and you ran from the police. Bro, you could have been out within the hour. I know you got representation. You could have been out within the hour. You lost the track hawk. You still had to hire you to get your representation, and you got a court date coming with an extra charge added on. Goofy, and you're going to go to the junkyard after you get out of jail. You're going to go to the junkyard, sit in the car with no shirt on, and get out brushing your edges like come on. <laughs> oh my god dog. we are in the brussels sprout generation man we are in the brussels sprout generation like where you know brussels sprouts is cool to eat but it ain't your first choice you know what i'm saying <laughs> we're dealing with a lot of uh, secondary third choices you know what i'm saying it's like, bro, why would you run from the police just because you got a track hawk? You think you're going to get away because everybody knows they fast. Like, bro, why? W- I don't understand it, bro. I don't understand. I don't understand what a lot of people be doing. Like, a lot of people be doing some, a lot of people be doing goofy stuff, man. For instance, <laughs> they got a, a Texas man receives a 99 year prison sentence after his, seven D, his seventh DWI. He receives a 99-year prison sentence after his seventh DWI. He received a 40-year sentence for a sixth DWI in 2009, but he was released on parole in 2019. So he got out of jail and got right back to it. For y'all that don't know what DWI is, that's driving while intoxicated, right? So they say, according to reports, Virgil Bryant III was arrested on July 15, 2022 for driving erratically on Highway 287 and running another drive off the road. Police have found a... Police found a six-pack with two beers missing inside his F-150. His blood alcohol concentration was 0.2.45, more than three times the legal limit. This was Bryant's seventh DWI in 14 years. He received a 40-year sentence for his sixth in 2009, but again, he was released on parole in 2019. They say the punishment range has has, uh, been enhanced 25 years to life in prison based on his felonious history, and all his felonies come from driving while intoxicated. (laughs) <laughs> they said the jury also found that he used his vehicle as a deadly weapon <laughs> yo listen man we in the era of yes men i say that and i'll say it again we in the era of yes men because anybody that gives a shit about you anybody that cares anything about you will stop you from making a bad decision especially if you got away with 6 dwis bro you got away with 6 of them they sentenced you to 40 years and you did time because you went to jail and then you got, you did 10 years for basically driving while intoxicated of your 40 year sentence. And they let you out. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And then you got your seventh and they fried you. Like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Kurt McAvely said, he said, man, call Uber. <laughs> don't drink or drive spend 10 bucks to get home or 10k on court that's facts 10 bucks to get home or 10k to them lawyers and them judges that can't wait for you to mess up they gave him 99 years and the thing about it though if you did 10 years out of a 40-year sentence and you still did it again bro they're gonna let you do your uh they're gonna let him do 20 facts he gotta do 15 minimum before he even get a chance because they know he ain't gonna make no good decisions <laughs> They're to fry him, bro. Like, what you in for? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I murdered 17 people. You know what I'm saying? What you in for? I blew up a building. You know what I'm saying? What you in for? I don't know why the criminals talk like this, but <laughs> it fits the story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what are you in prison for? Oh, man, I wrote bad checks. I defrauded people out of millions of dollars. What you in jail for? <laughs> I can't stop drinking while driving. <laughs> How much time you get? I got 99 years. They gave this man a life sentence for drinking and driving. What? How do you get a life sentence for drinking and driving, bro? How is that even possible, bro? Is liquor that good? I've never been drunk before. Is liquor that good? To all my people to get, get tipsy and do what they do, is liquor that good to where you going to get a life sentence for driving while intoxicated? You've offended so many times that they're like, all right, enough. You don't get it. <laughs> Come with us <laughs> forever. <laughs> like what? Bruh. <laughs> we got to do better. They said that he used his car. They found that he used his car as a deadly weapon. So they try to add extra sauce on it to make sure that fam don't get out. You're going to do 15 years before they even give you a shot. Think about that. It's 2024. <laughs> It's going to be almost 2040 by the time you get out or get a chance to get out. You tripping. Couldn't do it. So I, why I go to jail, bro? Like what? What? Stuff does. It just don't make sense to me, guys. It just don't make sense to me that the, that people make choices like, you know, the consequences of it. You've you've actually dealt with the consequences of it before. And here you are still doing it again. It's like, bro, you must love. You must love full body dicky suits and hooping in flip flops. This is something that must be a pastime for you. That is your spa day, uh, uh, a orange dicky suit and and hooping in flip flops. Like I, I don't understand, man. Like these boys is wild. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me, guys. I'm telling you. <laughs> Got his 99 year. Um, they said. uh, a teacher in North Carolina, she got, um, she got arrested and charged with five felony counts of uh, sexual assault with an 18-year-old student. Five counts of sexual assault with an 18-year-old student, and she's 26 from North Carolina.
1: That's her picture right there. she
0: got caught they uh whoever the 18 year old kid is his mother found his location and wherever they was parked at when she pulled up they was in the car getting busy and he's 18 years old she's 26. now given 18 years old i think that's that's the legal age right i don't know i think I'm, i'm assuming that's the legal age but my thing is, right, as a parent, I can't blame you for doing what you do, press charges, you know, That's if that's how you feel, that's your child. I can never tell you that that was wrong. My thing is, this is the problem I have. Why did none of my teachers ever look like this when I was in school? Hmm? hmm? Why didn't none of my teachers ever look like this when I was in school? Huh? All my teachers look like Brutus the Barber Beefcakes is. Huh? They look like Brutus, the goddamn Barbara Beefcake. Listen, I had a health and PE teacher. She looked like the typical white lesbian lady. Like, I don't know if you got a, you got, you say you got a husband, but you dress like him. So are you the husband? I'm lost. Huh? None of our teachers look like this is what I'm telling you. None of our teachers look like this. So what I'm saying is, Did he, did the fam suffer trauma or did he win the game? Did that young man suffer from trauma or did he win the game? This is real questions that you got to ask at this point, right? Because if you actually do the math, he's going to get older and he's going to go back on his old experiences. As he gets older and he starts getting involved and getting in relationships and having children and making a family, it's like you're gonna look and it's like, bro, when I was 18, when I was 18, Miss Wompty Womp, Miss Newfield, listen, Miss <laughs> Newfield got me together, huh? <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Did he suffer from trauma or did he win the game? I'm trying to figure it out. Because she's not an ugly lady. She's not an ugly
1: lady. Not an ugly lady at all.
0: Dig what I'm saying? And that's the part that got me tripped out. Right? That got me tripped out. I'm not understanding. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm partly jealous. Not jealous because he had sex, but just the fact that he had... Pretty teachers, all my teachers, (laughs) respectfully, all my teachers look like they took care of their families. (laughs) All my teachers, they look like responsible parents. (laughs) All my teachers look like the aunties that buy expensive gifts for their nephews and nieces. You understand me? It is. It was not a one, man. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Dig what I'm saying? I don't know, man. Things is different out here, man. They said uh, the story is like uh, a South Mecklenburg high school teacher has been arrested and accused of having sex with a student repeatedly. Gabriella Newfield 26 and an 18-year-old South Mecklenburg student allegedly engaged in sexual activity at Park Road Park, police learned on Wednesday. Newfield and the same student allegedly had sex at least five times since October 18th, 2023. Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department officers arrested and charged Newfield with five counts of felony sexual activity with a student by a teacher. And uh, the jail records show that at about 3.20 a.m., Thursday, Newfield posted a $75,000 bond and left the detention center. Uh, said the Class G felony is punish- punishable by eight months to 31 months in prison. Yo, so uh, it's uh, it's safe to say that, uh, <laughs> it's safe to say <laughs> she's going to lose a job. It's safe to say she's going to lose a job, but it's only going to be worth it you know, it's only going to be worth it if, um, you know, they continue. Because at this point, I mean, what, what happens when he turns 19? What happens when he turns 20? It's nothing you can really do past that point. So we'll know as the story progresses if the meat was really worth it. If the session was sessioning, you know what I'm saying, we'll know. But I know we didn't have no teachers that look like this in school. We didn't have no teachers that look like this in school. We didn't know if that was the janitor or the English teacher. Goddamn. <laughs> Um, what else we
1: got, man? Um, let's see. Um, oh yeah. Um, let me find it.
0: I wanted to show y'all something real quick, man. You know what I mean? Let me bring this up. I wanted to let y'all know, man, that, um, again, uh, December 21st, man, I'm doing my comedy special, man. It's called Real is Rare. You know, it would be my best body of work yet. You know what I'm saying? The Real is Rare comedy special. And, um, you know, um. The demand is, the demand is high. I didn't, I didn't, I ain't saying it on a bragging tip. I didn't expect it. You know what I'm saying? But it's the demand is high. Um, so, you know, the first show, uh, has officially sold out. You know what I'm saying? First show sold out. You know what I'm saying? December 21st, 2023. You know what I'm saying? It gets real. This is a live taping one hour comedy special. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to try to shop it to all the networks, man. And hopefully they pick it up. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm going to pull my heart heart out to this thing, man. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, with the first show selling out, we went ahead and, uh, you know, we created a second show, you know, and uh, tickets are available for the second show. The second show is almost 50 percent sold out. You know what I'm saying? If you go to my merch store right here, man, you know what I'm saying? Starks TV merch. That's all you got to do is type in Google Starks TV merch and it'll pop up and I got the tickets, you know, available for the uh, for the merch joint, man. And, you know. As you can see, you know, you click on this thing, man, you got this drag down right here, man. And it'll show you that that 730 is sold out. You heard? You heard? And at 1030 show, we got tickets available, man. You know what I mean? So if you in the city or if you in surrounding areas, man, come, come rock with us, man. You know what I mean? And uh come see what it do in real life. I know a lot of people's content creators, they be funny on the internet, but are they funny in person? Can they entertain a live crowd, a live audience for 60 minutes? You know what I'm saying? That's to be seen, you know what I mean? So um, and you know, if you are in another city, man, you know, feel free to just type in Starks TV merch, man, and see the new action we got out here, man. You know what I mean? We got the dreams and nightmares, the real is rare, we got the hoodie sets. You know what I mean? We got the Ritter's Rare Ransom. We got the floral. You know what I mean? We got all types of action, man. So, you know, feel free to check that all out. You know what I mean? And um, you know, we'll basically go from there with that. You know what I mean? We we two and a half weeks out, man. And the second show's are pretty much halfway sold out, you know what I mean? So we're gonna try to fill it the rest of the way up in this next two and a half weeks, and we're gonna just make two movies. You understand what I'm saying? So um anything, well, ooh, yeah. Um Lil Nas X, Lil Nas, uh, <laughs> your boy Lil Nas X, Let's get to it. he decided that he was going to um, make Christian music, I think, something like that. Lil Nas X was making Christian music. And um, <laughs> I would play it, but last week when I was playing like the Saucy Santana and all of that, they hit me with a copyright, you know what I mean? So I ain't going to play it because it's probably you know, it's probably out there for whatever, you know what I mean? So I ain't gonna I ain't gonna play it. But Lil Nas X is uh he's he's posting um he's he's making Christian music. And he doubled down because you know everybody know that he's gay and all this kind of, you know, action. So everybody's kind of feeling the way that he's getting into the Christian realm, knowing that, you know, what how he get down. So he responds to the backlash by saying Making Christian music does not mean I can't suck dick no more. <laughs> yo, yo, listen, bro. Listen, bro. Some you got to read the signs, bro. Bro said, making Christian music does not mean that I can't suck dick no more. And you got to think about that, bro. Because you as a man saying that, at one point, your family was super proud of you, right? because you made it, you made it big. You had a hit song and immediately you changed after the hit. The song became a hit and you got famous. <laughs> what you ended up doing is you switched into, I'm gay and I'm gonna capture the gay audience, which is cool, do what you do. But I think when you, when you troll in this fashion by making Christian music as a gay man that was just dressed up like the devil, you was twerking on the devil, you know what I'm saying? You had shoes with real blood in them and all kind of stuff. Like, come on, bro. What you on? As a black man, what you on? You you was the weird one in school. You you was the one in cafeteria with a mashed potato daiquiri. That was you, Nas X, because what is that, bro? What is that? To each his own, though, man. We live in a world of yes-men, and that's just what it is. You know what I mean? I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say beyond that. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, anyway, man, um, we rounding out to the hour man, you know what I mean? So I going to close the podcast out like that. I would have did the podcast longer but uh, you know, I got a, I got a life, you know. Um shout out to my son, man. Shout out to my son, um my youngest son. Um nobody knows yet, but um let me find that. Let me find the exact wording for this so I can, you know, put this out the right way. Um, my son, um, he's a senior in high school. Um, he has been selected to, uh, play in the, uh, elevated mission, all American senior bowl sponsored by army. You know what I'm saying? So one time to the sun, son, man, you know what I'm saying? Um, he's been, he's been killing it all year, man. You know what I'm saying? My oldest boy, my oldest boy, man, he been killing too, man. He played D2 basketball. And he be getting busy too, man. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's just, you know, as a father, man, I got to shout him out because I'm proud that my, you know, that they're getting busy like that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my daughter. She's a freshman, so she's figuring the game out right now. You know what I'm saying? But my but my youngest son, man, he got he got uh invited to the Elevated Mission All-American Senior Bowl, man, sponsored by Army, man, that uh takes place in Tampa, Florida. Um, coming up soon, for real. So, you know, shout out to him, man. Get to play with some of the, the best high school athletes in the nation. And uh, you know, you get to make a name for yourself, man. And um, um and shout out to my boy, because in a in a couple of weeks, man, he'll be signing his letter of intent to attend Ball State University, man, to uh play Division I football, man. So you know what I'm saying? Give it up for my boy on top, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to my little ones, man. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's kind of what I be, you know, that's what I be attentive to. With a lot of my, you know, with 90% of my time, you know what I mean? So I'll be trying to get in here and make it happen. Cause I don't do this from the crib. I actually come to a location and do the podcast, you know what I mean? So uh, you know, I put in just as much effort, you know what I mean, in everything that I do to make it make it pop, you know what I mean? So I appreciate everybody, you know what I mean, in this thing, man. Check us out. If you're not following me on Instagram, what are you doing, bro? If you are not following me on Instagram, what are you doing? I need you to go to Instagram, type in real 27 and i need you to do that right now you know what i'm saying i need you to do that right now and follow me on instagram man you know what i'm saying and in one of the comments you could put a uh, put a roller coaster on that joint put a roller coaster on that joint if you put a roller coaster in the comments of any random video after you follow me man i'm following you right back man immediately you know what i'm saying immediately man put a put a put a roller coaster emoji in the comments man or something and uh I'll follow you back, man. That way I know that you, you know what I mean? You follow me from the, you dig, man. So uh salute to everybody, man. You know what I mean? Appreciate everybody getting it in. And always remember, man. Titties, 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 that's the realest shit I ever spoke. I swear to God. Um, This has been episode 29, you know what I mean, of the uh Areola Roller Coaster Podcast and you know i always uh ended by saying the same stuff man you know what i'm saying uh people don't never respect what you do until somebody they respect respects what you do man but don't even pay no attention to it i always just keep grinding man you know what i'm saying so pd smooth i can't move on past this beat man you know what i mean so this is like my outro beat with the podcast man so Ariola roller coaster, yeah, we doing fine. Yeah, this is the podcast, episode 29. It's young Steezy, man. You know I'll be on my grind. I'm doing it by myself, but I don't even need to shine. Yeah, you know I do it so clean, yo. You know I'm on the scene driving a machine slow. oh uh, it's young Steezy, I'm a Negro. But don't call me a Negro, I get evil whoa, I'm really going off the top, man, uh, young, uh, sneezy, titties on my hat, don't stop, hey, you ain't even pay attention if you really looking, if you really listen, these niggas be getting this, and uh, I be going like a Detroit fucking piston, uh, 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 getting threes from the motherfucking Michelin, Uh, tire, niggas is on fire, they can't do it, I rap, folks, yeah, wires, Uh, I really mean it when I be podcasting, I just be doing it, I ain't like all bastards, this is it's all fashion, I be smashing. It's all gases. You understand, this is small passes. Oh, uh, it's all cool. as young Steezo. I'm just flowing to the beat. Stop, I'm a hero. I might flex on them, I might sit and chill. Right. Young Steezy doing the thing, and I do it for real. It's like I don't need medicine, even though I'm so ill. It's right. like these niggas wearing on the or red and blue pill, but this ain't the matrix. I just say quick, I just say, bitch, you know, say I just hit the switch and just go and right. get it. Like, like, oh, I'm never gonna fucking stop like Young a, Steezy rocking this shit And we gonna pop like to the fucking top And one fucking day like These a, niggas gonna say Young Steezy he's a, a motherfucking legend like Until a, then I'm a reverend preaching to all seven a, Motherfucking a, listeners a, I'm just doing this shit It's really motherfucking game For the practitioner like, nigga Yeah like a, uh, Appreciate everybody out there man checking out the podcast, man. I really appreciate it. Like, I mean that. Like, you know what I mean? Just to kick it with me for 30, 40 minutes, man, to an hour. You know what I mean?
1: This will be live for
0: your listening. Pleasure, man. On all streaming platforms, man. You know what I mean? Young Steezy, we out.